0: Let's go to the Bible. Acts chapter 27, verse 13 and verse 14. Acts 27, verse 13 and verse 14. When you have it, this will be the last time I ask you to stand. The next time I ask you to stand, we'll be dismissing. Acts chapter 27, verse 13 and verse 14. When you have it, say amen. Amen. And when the south wind blew softly, Supposing that they had obtained their purpose, losing thence, they said they sailed close by Crete. But not long after there they left the coast, there arose against it a tempestuous <laughs> wind. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, I am telling you i can not see or hear in the morning. <laughs> what is this wind called? Eurycladon. And all of God's people said, amen. (laughs) I want to share with you a message entitled today. Tell the person beside you, tell them, God is in the storm. God is in the storm. You've heard it said a thousand times. Maybe you haven't, but it is true that as believers, we're either... In a storm, coming in a storm, or coming out of a storm. My prayer is that we will learn how to manage our storms. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor: If I gotta go through a storm, I don't need to waste it. No, no storms, um, whether you want to or not, are going to come into your life. I want to say to you today that when we're anointed by God, we're just not anointed through celebrations. We're actually anointed by God through trials. God is going to bring you out. God is going to turn your situation around. But I don't want you to get so enamored by the turnaround and the coming out that you miss out on what's in it. Mm. You are anointed through challenges. You are anointed through trials. Could it be that you have been rejecting the very thing that God is using to promote you with. Mm. God is in storms. He, he really is. When I was growing up in Gretna, if a storm would come up, they would say, cut that television off. Y'all get quiet. God is working. Now you all just watch TV right through it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing is going on. But they had an understanding that storms were a way of God speaking. God used a storm to get Jonah's attention. Mm. Sometimes we mislabel things in our lives. You know? Why are things always happening to me? <laughs> Why are things always so hard for me? Life is not fair when it comes to me. But could it be that God has been trying to get your attention? Mm. God will use storms to get your attention. Some of us wouldn't pray if it wasn't for a storm. Some of us, it was a storm that brought us back to church. God says, Jonah, I want you to go to Nineveh. He says, I'm going the other direction. How many of us have been guilty of going the opposite direction of our assignment? That's right, yes. We made decisions out of rebellion. And when I say out of rebellion, because it would be one thing if you didn't know. But what happens when you know different? when you've had a revelation of your purpose and your calling in God, but you're determined to go your own way, God sends storms. And some of us want to rescue our family members from storms that God sent. Jonah is on a boat going the wrong direction and all of a sudden a storm comes up and everybody's trying to figure out what's behind this storm. Jonah said, I know. It's me. One of, the, one of the most sure, true revelations of your life when you know you've come to a turning point when you can acknowledge, it's me. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, it's me. No, for, for real. No, no, Bishop, it's not me. Cause it's really them. You don't know what they did to me, but you keep choosing them. It's, you have to at some point you must deal with the fact that what is it about me that keeps choosing toxicity? What is it about me that keeps choosing disloyalty? Hmm. Jonah said, it's me. Just cast me over. Isn't it something that Jonah was more willing to die than to obey God? That's really what we do. When we keep choosing sin, we keep choosing death. When you know the consequences, you know what happens if you keep flowing in this direction. He was more willing to die. Oh, I'm talking to somebody in here. I may be talking slow, but I'm talking sure. He was more willing to die than to obey God. But I need you to look at somebody and tell them obey God and live. Come on, tell somebody on the other side of you because I need you to be a prophet on your road. Tell them, obey God and live. It's better his way. I said, it's better his way. I used to say, it's hard to live right because when I was growing up, living for God was a whole bunch of rules and before I could try to get one list right, I failed at the other list and I said, it's wrong, it's so hard to live live right. But now I can testify that it's hard to live wrong hard to live wrong if I fail in living for God let it be a failure in my attempt of trying somebody say well, ain't no need me going to the church some of the people in the church they, deal, they doing some of the same stuff I'm doing ain't no need me going to the church there's some people in the church that's struggling with some of the same things I'm struggling with yeah 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 but if I'm gonna fall out I'd rather fall out in the hospital because I got a better chance of recovering. If I don't get this right, I pray that on the day of judgment he'll give me grace because I tried. But what would be your testimony? What would be your testimony that you stayed out because you felt like you could never do it? Scream at somebody, tell him I'll take my chances with God. Woo! God. I'm not there, but I'm on my way. But Jonah said, no, just let me die. But God had already prepared something. He had already prepared a fish to carry him and not to devour him. I come to tell somebody that's in a storm right now. The storm ain't set up to devour you. It's only set up to carry you. It's going to be your transportation. The sooner you surrender, the sooner you're going to come out of it. I'm coming to tell somebody. Just keep on saying, why me? Why me? You'll get the revelation as soon as you surrender. The moment you realize that it's you that's causing this storm and God is in it. God is in it. So oftentimes, God uses storms to get our attention. And then, let me tell you something. God uses storms to reveal Jesus. No really. He does. Uh, it's in the fourth watch of the night. There's a storm out on the lake. And uh, here's Jesus. There's a, there is a storm in the middle of the lake. And Jesus is in the bottom of the boat, sleep. He keeps showing up in storms. To the point at one situation when they're in Lake Gennesaret, or what some call the Sea of Galilee, he's in the bottom of the boat, and they said, we're in a storm, don't you care? Wake up. I'm in the worst season of my life, and Jesus is asleep. I'm in the worst season of my life, and God ain't saying nothing. Don't you see this star? Well, first of all, I would be worried if God was worried. And if I ever saw God get nervous, I might as well give up hope. The mere fact that Jesus is in the boat means the boat ain't going down. He's he's asleep and they says, Jesus, wake up. Don't you care? Jesus rebuked them for almost bringing an indictment against him as though he doesn't care, calls them faithless, and then he rebukes the waves, he rebukes the wind. And when he does that, all of a sudden, they said, hmm, what manner of man is this? Hold on, y'all been with him all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. We saw the fish and the loaves. But what manner of man is this? Yeah, yeah, we saw the lame man get up, huh? Yeah, but what manner of man is this that even the wind and the waves, even the elements, obey his voice. I've come to tell somebody that when you come out of this storm, you're not coming out ignorant concerning his power. When you come out of this storm, you're not coming out empty handed. You're coming out with a revelation because your storm is revealing Jesus. If you had never been sick, you would never know God to be a healer. If you had never struggled financially, you would never know God to be a gyro. I need you to scream at somebody tell them, it oh, ain't about what I heard. It's about what I know. My storm revealed Jesus. It ain't a class I took in school. It's not a book or a commentary I read. My storm revealed Jesus. I know him for myself because I went through some things that should have broke me. I went through some things that I could have drowned in, but my storm revealed that Jesus is not just a magician multiplied fish and loaves, but he can speak to the elements. He can speak to the cosmos. And my storm can't kill me Because God is, in the storm. God is in the storm You may not need this sermon today But you may need it next week Because what happens is Storms make you forget what you heard And what you know I'm serious Some of you I'm serious You were shouting about God as a healer God is healer. I know God is healing. Hallelujah. And then you got sick. Let me tell y'all something. What coronavirus does. Coronavirus is different than any other virus that we've ever had. Because coronavirus doesn't just attack your respiratory system, it attacks your mind. There is a fear factor that's attached to this virus. We ain't never talked about another virus like we talk about this. This thing has become a giant to us. And that's why at a diagnosis with no symptoms can cause a panic attack. Oh, y'all just shut down on me. I know what I'm talking about in here. I, I want to speak to somebody and tell them that cancer is not synonymous with death. You need to hear this. Listen, uh, some things are going to happen in life. You need to hear this. I said cancer don't mean death. Coronavirus don't mean death. You don't have to accept that. You don't have to receive that. I need you to scream at somebody and tell them I'm going to be healed when God gets ready. And I agree with God. Healing is the children's bread. Don't you forget. What you heard don't you forget the dancing you did don't forget the prophesying don't forget the tears because when a storm comes that's when you need to pull on what you heard when a storm comes that's when you need to do the shouting that's when you need to start remember what you heard before the storm came hi because uh, it reveal it reveals Jesus. It reveals Jesus. I want to say this to you. Come and it ain't real. Until it has endured conflict. Well, your husband, he didn't leave you, did he? He had somewhere to go. But he gonna come back, right? I mean, he's gonna come back tonight, though? I mean, come back to you. He didn't leave you. He just left the church. Oh, so... Because y'all got covenant, y'all can survive space. So, so when your husband left, sure, because of the communication y'all have. He already probably told you before church. So that means he didn't have to run over here and reaffirm to you because what he said to you before he left was enough to keep you. Hallelujah. Oh my God. I need you to look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor I got covenant that keeps me because we didn't went through hell and high water and the mere fact that we're still together after everything we've been through look at your neighbor if you got a friend near you if you got a spouse near you if you got some family near you Tell them we supposed to be together. Come on, come on, tell them. Tell them, as a matter of fact, I believe we we're supposed to be together. Why, why? Tell them, because we survived the storm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How do y'all know? Not because we look good in pictures we survived the storm, hallelujah, not because of our Facebook profile, but because we survived the storm, Not, not because of my wedding dress, but because we survived the storm, not because of our reception, it's because we survived the storm. We went through some storms that the people don't know about. And my storm revealed Jesus. It revealed, it revealed Jesus. Revealed. Me. I didn't ask y'all to stand. I said when I ask you to stand, that means I'm gonna dismiss so you. all standing, so I'm not dismissing because I didn't ask you. It reveals, it reveals co- covenant. Yeah. Co- covenant. It ain't covenant until it's been tested. And to the point, don't let people. Make you question your covenant that they were never a part of. Let me, cause let me tell you something. Miserable, lonely people want you to be miserable and lonely. You tell me you gonna give her another chance. You tell me you gonna give him another chance. Yeah, because y'all know about what he did. You don't know about what I did. You, you tell me you're going to still go to that church? Yeah, because I gave you only one side of the story. I told you how I got hurt, but I didn't tell you how I got healed over there. Whew, shaman. Hold on, hallelujah. Tell your neighbor you don't have to explain your covenant. When when y'all done went through storms together, there's a relationship that connects you that people outside of the covenant would never understand. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, were you still friends with people that you fell out with and they said, I, tell, I can't believe you still wrote? No, no. Because I got a revelation that the storm came to confirm that what God put together, let no man. it'll never make sense to them because they're outside of this covenant here's Israel Israel we worship God the other nations are looking at them like where's your God okay this is our God And we worship him. Here's our God, and we worship him. Y'all up here going like this we worship you. We worship you. Y'all look like fools. That's a mighty poor God. Y'all can't even see y'all's God. Yeah, but when we got to the Red Sea, he sent a storm. Hallelujah! And we walked over on dry ground. People outside of your faith will never understand the covenant of your faith. So now I get it. When the older people used to say when I was growing up, they said, real, real. Oh, y'all heard this before? Jesus is real to me. Oh, yes. He gave me the victory. So many people doubt him. without him that is why I love him so but when did he become real no 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 no, for real when when did he become real yes he was real for me in the church service but it's when life hit me when life when my life hit me so so God re- reveals Jesus in the storm. Covenant is revealed in, in the storm. And my last thing, and I'll finish. Purpose is revealed. Purpose is revealed. So Paul is saying in Acts chapter 26 Hey, y'all, this is not a good time to sail. I got a word from the Lord. I got this discernment. It's not a good time for us to fly. They said, you're a prisoner. We're not going to listen to you. We're going to sail anyway. Because you the one said, you got to go to Rome. Yes, I did. (laughs) Yes, I did say I got to go, but this is not a good time. They didn't listen to him. He's just a prisoner to get on the boat, and what happens? Storm. A storm happens. And Paul gets up and says, although you were disobedient, I'm sorry. Some of y'all may. Oh, no, no, Pull yourself together. Although you were disobedient, I'm going to keep you in the storm. Now, I know it don't make sense because many of us are just waiting for God's judgment to hit us because of our disobedience. But why do I serve him? Because even when I was hard-headed, he didn't give me what I deserved. That's why I shout so hard, because I I straight out disobeyed him when he told me not to go, when he told me not to do it. I willfully disobeyed him. I willfully disobeyed him. I knew the consequences, and I still went my own way. So if he don't make you a millionaire, and if you get to heaven and you don't get a mansion, you ought to praise God simply off of grace and mercy. You ought to, some of y'all didn't shout the whole service. You ain't clap your hands the whole service. The mere fact that he fixed it, you can make it to church one more Sunday morning, you ought to praise him. Paul said, all I'm going to tell y'all, because I know y'all nervous, ship is rocking. Stay with the ship. Tell your neighbor, stay with the ship. In other words, stay in the thing I've given you. Ain't no land, so hold on to what is solid. God going to tell them to stay in the ship. <laughs> and then are sitting there, hey, how you doing? And then, why? Stay with the ship. Then the ship start breaking apart. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Hold on now. You told me to stay with the ship. But the thing you told me to stay with is breaking apart. Oh man, I'm, I'm running out of time. You told me to stay with the ship. And now it don't look nothing like what it looked like in the first place. Bishop Younger, minister to What happens when what you are holding on to starts to break apart? I'm mm. gonna tell you what you do. Hold on to the peace you do have. Now for real, that's what the scripture said. The ship broke up, but it was still enough to float on. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. to float on. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't say you won't gonna get sick. He said you ain't gonna die. Right. 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 <laughs> didn't say a snake would never bite you. Yeah. Yeah. Said the poison not gonna kill you and said the ship wasn't going to break up. He said, just stay with it. Jesus. Hey, hey, and Some of you, that's where you are right now in your storm. You're holding the broken pieces. That got to say something about the quality of the ship, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That even if the ship break up, on, bitch, that the pieces are enough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh! Oh, tell your neighbor the pieces are enough I may not know all the scriptures y'all know but the pieces I do know is enough I may can't cross my legs and dance like some of y'all but the praise I have is enough tell your neighbor my purpose is being revealed in the midst of my storm Paul said I gotta go to Rome God said I got a pit stop for you Paul you trying to go to Rome but there's an island called Miletus and on this island of Miletus the gospel has not yet been preached on this island of Miletus the name of Jesus have not yet been spoken because the Bible says how can you hear without a preacher and how can they preach unless they've been sent? So God sent Paul an invitation by way of storm. And the mailman was called Eurachlidon. They dropped him off on an island called Miletus. And on the island there was barbarians there. They had their own religious system. But their religion was empty because it did not include Jesus. I some of people got offended the other week because on social media I talked about Buddhists climbing to mountains for enlightenment and I talked about Hindus building idols for worship and I talked about Muslims going to Mecca for Allah but I said when we could not get to our God our God came to us and I don't care if they got offended we preach Jesus because every religion is empty if Jesus is not the center of it so many people say there are many ways to God and there are many paths to God but the Jesus I serve is not a motivational speaker he's not just inspirational the Jesus I serve he don't just speak truth he says I am the way the truth the life. No man, no man uh, cometh unto the Father uh, but by me. Uh, I know you're trying to get to Rome uh, but this stop is necessary. Uh, put your hand on your neighbor's shoulder uh, say neighbor uh, I know you got an agenda uh, but God took you this way. Uh, I I know you intended uh, to be somewhere different. Uh, I know you intended uh, to be somewhere different by right now. But God, uh, He used the storm. Uh, point to somebody uh, and say, Somebody, uh, God uh, is in the storm. Uh, I know you thought uh, that it was the devil. Uh, was your enemy, but win 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 when, when God gets ready to bring you to your place, even the bad stuff. Paul said in Romans chapter 8, down by verse 28, for we know. somebody he used the storm it was a storm that brought me back to God it was a storm that gave me the revelation it was a storm that revealed Jesus it was a storm that brought me to my purpose so Lord I thank you Lord I give you glory up this idol but there there were three of them Meshach Shadrach and one bad Negro they said we know too much about the God of Israel to bow down to any other God scream at somebody tell him I won't bow Hear my God he's been too good to me won't bow he's been too good to me I can't compromise so when the music played they did not bow but say nosy people shout Dans said hey Nebuchadnezzar they worship. I'm trying to figure out if you had to bow when the music was being played. How did the Chaldeans notice that they weren't worshiping if they were worshiping? That's another sermon for another day. Nebuchadnezzar said I'm gonna give you one more chance to worship my or I'm going to throw you in the fiery furnace. And the Bible said, Three men came up with one response. Tell your neighbor, we got to get together. Three men, but one response. What did they say? The God we serve is able. Mm please sir he's able i need y'all to encourage three people in your section they're in a storm right now but tell them he's able thought I thought after they said that Charlene God was going to swoop in and rescue them. They said God the God we serve is able to deliver us the God we serve is able to deliver us and then they got thrown in. What happens when you're going to church and your praise and your worship makes you look like an idiot you tell me you're doing you're going to all the church and you're serving and you going through all of that what happens when your Sunday praise don't match your Monday madness they, they, they got thrown in I'm, I'm tr- what I'm trying to get you to see is that you don't get to have a life without storms. Wow. Wow. And being storms don't mean. You're in a bad place with God. Yeah. Sometimes it's God can trust you with a storm. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. They got thrown in. They didn't get delivered out. They got delivered in. But the next day. When we thought we would come to gather the ashes. We came to excavate what was left. Because if that fire was so hot that it killed the people who put them in. There's nothing left of Meshach, Shadrach and Abednego but ashes. But they said, um, never. I don't don't know how to explain this to you but uh, we bound three of them and put them in but we see them loosed walking. I come to tell you there is a transformation that's taking place right now in your storm. You went in bound but you're coming out loosed. I need a praise right here. Now, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, we put in three. One, Hold on, y'all stop walking. Because it's like it's playing with my mind. One, two, three, four. Not only did we throw three in and they didn't die, but they multiplied while they were in. And the fourth one, listen what the heathens said. And the fourth one looks like the Son of God. Also that means my storm really won't even about me. Because the last storm revealed Jesus to me. This storm is revealing Jesus to them. this is Bishop S.Y. Younger. Thank you for watching this video. And now what I need you to do is like and subscribe to this YouTube channel so you can continue to get more inspirational, motivational, and gospel content in your direction.